as much as we would like to observe the mitzvot and learn Torah in the proper way, the realities of life sometimes make it challenging. These realities include being poor or being rich. This is what Rabbi Yonason relates to, and he says, anyone who fulfills the Torah in a state of poorness will eventually fulfill it in a state of richness. Avastor um, Rabbi Nason, Lamed Hey Aleph, uh, relates this to Talmud Torah in particular, like the Mishnah before, but Rabbi Yonah and others related to general fulfillment of Torah and mitzvot, as it says here, Mekayim, as opposed to Osik. In any case, most of the Mepharshim on the Mishnah, Rabbi Yonah, the Meiri, Rabbi Nevachai, Machzer explain that it means despite being poor, despite poverty. An excellent example would be Rabbi Akiva, who began his commitment to learning when he was poor, Ksubis Nafsamach Bet, the Yerushalmi in Maishas Hebet tells us that Rabbi Yonason was a Talmud of Rabbi Akiva, so it would make sense that he would have Rabbi Akiva in mind. The problem with this interpretation is that we don't see it. There are many people who will learn and fulfill Torah when they're poor, but they don't become rich. This question is asked by the Alshech and the Maharal. Um, it could be the explanation lies in the diuk that Rabbi Chaim Velazhin and the Ruach Chaim makes in the Mishnah. It doesn't say, Kolam HaKaim is a Torah ba'oni, in a state of poverty. It says, Me'oni, meaning that the poverty shouldn't be something that stops you from keeping from fulfilling the Torah. It should be something that helps you fulfill the Torah. The Gemara in Chagiga Daftaramid Bet quotes Eliyahu who told Barhehe that uh, a state of poverty is helpful for people succeeding um, in life. In fact, Tanah Debe Eliyahu, Bet, page, thir- uh, page 13, says that a person who's poor, it's a sign that Hashem loves his learning and wants him to not be busy with other things so he can learn. We know that the um, Mishnah later in the sixth parak of Avot Mishnah Dalad identifies Pas Bemelach Tochal living in a state of just bread and salt and sleeping on the floor as the way of learning Torah because a person isn't distracted by other things. Rav Chaim Velazhin goes even further and he says that Mayoni, when a person is poor, they should realize that Hashem is doing this to facilitate their being able to focus on Torah and mitzvot. And so the Oni should not only, um, it's not only helpful, but it's a sign that they're meant to learn and fulfill mitzvot. And when a person does it that way, that will lead to, to a greater reward. I think this interpretation can help us understand the second part of the beginning of the Mishnah in a deeper way as well. When it says that a person who fulfills the Torah in poverty or from poverty will eventually be mekayimit um, with, uh, in, in richness, so most understand that, again, it's a reward. Hashem will reward the person. But the language of the Mishnah, Sofo, makes it sound like it's a natural result. And here, too, the word is Me'osher. So, again, the Rajbat, based on Kohelet, says that he'll naturally end up being rich. Someone who's wise ends up becoming rich. But the Alshech says that the point is a person who is able to learn, succeeds at learning when they're poor, and they don't fall for the challenges of being poor, will be able to fulfill Torah also when they're rich, because they'll develop the humility and good midot and commitment that it takes to learn when you're poor that will help them succeed when they're rich. This question of the relationship between poverty and richness we have in the second part of the Mishnah as well. The Mishnah there says anyone who is mevatel Torah, me'osher, will in the end be mevatel me'oni as well. So again, most of the Mepharshim understand this is an onesh. And the Pasuk in the end of Parakhat and Sefer Dvarim, so then uh, Hashem will take away all the gifts that he gave you. The Rashi on that Pasuk explains it that way. The Rambam in Hilchus Tamatora Perik in Alacha Yud Gimel. The Rambam in Hilchus Shuvah Perik Tes. Alacha Aleph elaborates on how a physical ease in this world is given to us to help us 
focus on what we should be. If we don't use it properly, then it's taken away. In fact, the Sfas Emes on Parshus Kitavo, year Tafresh Mem Gimel, learns from here what we saw in the beginning of our Mishnah, that the Midatova, person who does the right thing when they're poor, Hashem ends up rewarding them. So one could see this as the flip side Onesh for the reward given, you know, for when a person is poor, the Onesh if they're rich and they don't take advantage of it. But one could explain it in line to what we saw before, that being rich also has its challenges. The Meiri and the Bartanura both speak about the Tirda, the uh, busyness that a person has when he's rich and has a lot of businesses and investments. Um, the Mishnah in the second paragraph of Avos, Perak Beis, Mishnah Zayin, Mar Ben Chassim, Mar Kohelas, Gimel, Chav Gimel, also along those lines. So the point is, there are challenges in richness too that a person has to be successful uh, with. There are Mepharshim like the Tveris Yisrael and the Medrash Shmuel who apply this Oni and Osh, Osher, poorness and richness, not to money, but to ability. The Gemara Nedarim Dachmeim Aleph Manalef says, Ein Oni Elabedeah. True poverty is when a person lacks the ability to think. The um, Sfasemis says that a person who is able to think on a high level and has many deep understandings of God in the world should not be satisfied but should keep going because if they stop, those abilities will be taken from them. So even someone who has very little ability should maximize and work hard at the at what they can do. The Chovas Alavavas in Shar Cheshben Anefesh um, Perak Gimel says that a person who does whatever they can when they have limited ability, Hashem will give them more ability to accomplish more. So the bottom line is that being poor and being rich are both challenges. Uh, they both pose challenges, which is why in Mishle Perak Lamed Pasachet, Shlomo Melech says, ask Hashem not to make him poor, not to make him rich, because both those things can be challenging. We hear about these challenges in the Gemara in Yom Adaf Lamed Hay, where it says that when we get to the next world, um, people who are poor, people who are rich, will both use that as an excuse for why they didn't learn Torah properly. And the Gemara says that they bring out Hillel, who was so poor that he he barely had enough to survive each day. And yet he committed himself and his resources to learning Torah. And they bring out Rabbi Elizabeth ben Chartum, who was so rich that he had every reason not to learn, but he learned as well. And we should realize that in all circumstances, whether we're poor, whether we're rich, we have the ability to devote ourselves to what's important. And if we do, God makes it easier for us to to, 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 to focus on what's important. And if we don't, then God takes away the resources that were given to us to help us focus on what's important.